Hello, can you hear me? I can. I'm good. How are you? I'm glad to see me enjoying the feed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a what a way to wake up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Most definitely. And you have worked with Prince Joshua. Uh, yep. Oh my god. Now before working with him, do you know how much of a legend that he was? Wait, uh, I'm having a hard time uh, hearing I'm you sorry. a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Yeah, I had to put my face close to the phone. I said, did you know that you was working with a legend? You were working with him? And how was he working with Joshua? Um, yeah, so I have a friend who's a friend of Prince, and so... Um, he kind of made the intro between us and that's actually, uh, I live in Arizona. So, uh, that's the whole reason I went out to Vegas was to do a quick little shoot with Prince. Um, it was just kind of like a low key, uh, you know, just us, nothing big production or anything like that. And, uh, but it was all because of, um, this friend of mine named Marcus the Bull. He's on Twitter. And that man has just done a lot of good networking for me. Um, for some reason, he just believes in me. So he uh, got it all hooked up. And Prince was awesome. He was great. Super high energy. <laughs> super, super nice. Uh, just, yeah, respectful. All, all the things really nice and kind of showed me a little bit so really I haven't done a lot of shooting so he's like oh you gotta kind of angle your body it's like it may seem like it's awkward physically but it looks better on camera oh, so, oh yeah that's so, yeah. so describe your feelings and your emotions when you walk on set to work and, um, and how many shoots in career wise you was before you worked with um, so let's see, I just decided, decided to start in May, so I haven't really been doing much, and uh, when I was in Vegas, I was staying at um, Playhouse Media, they have uh, this mansion that they're, uh, that they do content shoots at, uh, models can stay at, so Prince actually came to me. Uh, because he also wanted to uh, check out this place for future shoots that he was going to do. Because um, I guess they're always looking for different locations and stuff. And this um, Playhouse Media has a really funky vibe to all of their rooms. Everyone just has like a totally different look and colors. And so there's lots to choose from. Yeah, that room y'all were in was fire, yo. I just like that, that, that background. That shit just looked so hot. And the pictures you took. You know, it just like it just quit. Yeah, they. Um, I guess their their style is like Art Deco. It's lots of big colors and um, like their properties on 1.4 acres. So they're just now remodeling it, and so it was really a good actual 
uh, networking for Prince and Playhouse Media too, because um, he's been looking for places. So there was a little bit of that when he came on set. He was he actually drove in from a shoot in LA just to come and shoot with me on my first day into Vegas. The tone, he wanted to set the tone for my my trip out there to do a bunch of shoots with guys. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, the teacher, you know, he's bringing me in. So I was, um, I was excited to meet him and I, I knew he was going to be super cool and he was excited to see the house as well. And then, um, he picked that, that room and we got down to business. It was pretty, uh, yeah, it was, it super extra professional it was very personal so it was nice so look, let me do the particulars and we can get this show on the road if you don't okay mind. sounds good hello everybody and welcome to the smokers lounge here on anchor the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career all you have to do is download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and set up a profile today you can start monetizing your, you can record, start monetizing your episodes, as well as getting distributed on all the major platforms. All this is for free. My name, of course, is Kevin the Seven Champ, aka Porn Rap Star. You heard this show, you know what it is. Find all my links, my porn links, my music links, my social media links, all with one link. I'm talking about all my links.com backslash porn rap star. Find me everywhere with one click. We are sponsored by. The Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today. Get yourself a profile. Mingle with keep minded people like yourself. Even find events in your area you might could attend to continue your journey or start your journey into the life of King. Also, we are a proud member of the Black, the GW District. We're talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the Black perspective. Plus, while you on GW District, you also get some shopping done from over 500 retailers. Black-owned retailers. They're talking about fashion, beauty, health, books, jewelry, you name it, they got it. So go to shop, gwdistrict.com. Buy black support, black businesses, so we can build a black economy and create generational wealth. Plus, every Monday night, I bring that good smoke, baby, on K97FM, the adult radio station, a.k.a. the radio station for porn. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday Night Smoke brought to you by The Smokers Lounge, where I interview or chit-chat or talk shop with some of the hottest talent in the business like this sexy lady here. And with that being mm-hmm. said, I'm going to let you introduce herself. Well, hi, my name is Eliza Ray. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you. So let's begin <laughs> at the beginning, shall we? How did you start this? Um, yeah, I guess about five years ago, I entered into the swinger lifestyle just as a single girl. And, um, so I kind of just explored a lot of that sexual freedom, expression, um, sex positivity through that lifestyle. And, but I think even before then, you know, I was definitely, in all my relationships, I've liked to be recorded or 
be a little bit of an exhibitionist or a tease, you know, like trying to uh, push the limits in public or, you know, yeah, really put on. Yeah, I didn't even know. Um, really, it just kind of came naturally to me. So at my first swinger party, I was just kind of like a fish to water. And uh, I've always liked, you know, playing in the bedroom and doing different stuff. So uh, as, you know, things have started coming about with like OnlyFans or, you know, well, actually, let me take it back. One of the guys that um, I was with uh, for a while, we recorded a video and um, he shared it with somebody with my permission, but that person actually ended up being like a catfish and they put it on Pornhub and, <laughs> and I tried getting it down for so long, but um, they didn't. And that ended up getting like uh, 1.3 million views before they actually took it down. And so that kind of, I guess, started my, uh, piqued my interest in, into like, oh, people actually really do like watching me suck big black dick. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I was like, how I can make money doing this? Shit. <laughs> I was excited about that. So that kind of started a little bit. Yeah. It, it was so funny, too, because like they this person um, labeled it as uh, Craigslist older woman just loves her young BBC or something like that. And I was like, damn, I'm not even that old. Come on now. Sure. Uh, but so it really did actually big of an age gap. So um, then Marcus Jackson, uh, who I was talking about, I think he reached out to me maybe like two years ago on Facebook and was just like, I don't know. He's he's been in my corner. He hooked me up with Black Ambush to do hair and makeup for them. And that was kind of maybe the next step of kind of seeing what it was like on set, seeing the production team. I met Isaiah uh, uh, Maxwell. And yeah, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, very much in passing, it wasn't like we had this major um, conversation. It was so nice, just a gentleman. And so I got to chat with a lot of the talent flying in and just kind of chill. And, you know, I wasn't like anxious, so doing their hair and makeup it was kind of easing them into the scene too and they liked having like a female uh hair and makeup artist just to kind of you know ease any type of anxiety so I'm already very comfortable with like that kind of a setting so that just gave me another insight into it I actually even um met oh that young kid Jake who just recently passed away who was um who would shoot for Black Ambush. So I got to meet some really sweet guys there. And uh, they were like, well, if you ever want to shoot, we'd totally love to put you on our MILF thing. And so that also kind of just, it was just these slow progressions of 
I don't know, getting behind maybe like the, that veil of um, unknown, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of makes you not realize that you could do something like that. And then once you see behind the curtain, you're like, oh, wait, this actually is totally my jam. <laughs> <laughs> that would happen yeah. to me at one time. I sat in on the shoot. I was already mm-hmm. helping girls make business. But when I sat in on the shoot, I said, one, I, I thought it was going to be way more complicated than it was. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I did my shoot, I was like, I was like, yeah, I I thought it was funny, too, because, like, at a swinger event, like, you're going to have lots of music and lights and all of that. And the one thing that I did find um, to be, I think, is, like, the awkward part is, like, there's no music in the background because you want the sound to match up if you, you know, edit it. And I was like, wait, there's no mood setting like that. It's just, like, business. Um, but it was good to know that ahead of time. So the time come for your first shoot and, um, tell me who was the talent that you worked with and what was the conversation before the shoot? Because of course, boundaries had to be discussed. Yeah. So tell me your feelings going into the first shoot, whether you was nervous, you know, be it that you already been on set and seen what it was, you kind of knew what you were walking into. So when you met your male talent, and you know what I'm saying, how did you start the conversation about your boundaries and the scene and all that good stuff? And what's some of the things that he did to help you feel comfortable with doing the scene? So I'm going to say the first person. So I haven't done anything through an agency. This is all just like content trade for me right now. Okay. Um, so it's not like a professional um that yet I mean yet I'm crossing my fingers that you know I'll get my way on oh, to what is but technically you already shoot professionally though because the style of y'all shooting is professional so yes. to me you, you, you're, you're a professional well, thank you. Yes. Well, I guess it all started. I didn't realize how pivotal Twitter was in really, you know, marketing yourself and getting your name out there. But um, once I decided to start doing this in May, uh, True Love Hefner um, on Twitter, he reached out. He's in Vegas and he's like, hey, um, I'd like to shoot with you. I can drive out to Phoenix and, you know, we can you know, do a couple different scenes. And I was like, cool, sounds good. So that was really my first um, content trade shoot. And he, I had a hotel all set up and he came in and I was more nervous for that one because I'm like, I really don't know what I'm doing. Hold on, I'm going to stop you for a second. People, did you hear what she just said? Ladies, they do this to you. She said, she said she had a hotel ready. Most of the time, the guy got by the hotel. She had the oh, hotel ready. This woman that's serious about her business. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I am definitely about my business. Um, I, I That's the other thing is I've heard a lot of people say that uh, people are very flaky or, you know, everybody's super wishy-washy. But, you know, for me, um, if I say I'm about it and we schedule it, that's, you know, my word. 
and I follow through with it. That reputation, I don't want to have a flaky reputation at all. But anyway, so he um, showed up and I think he kind of sensed that I was like a little um, maybe reserved. I mean, I'm definitely not like a shy person, but just kind of like watching him get everything set up. But what set my nerves at ease was he just gave me a big hug and he's like, all right. He's like, cool. You can feel my energy. It's all good. And so, yeah, we just sat and chatted for a little bit, just kind of getting a little um, to know each other. So it felt less, I I don't know. It just put my nerves at ease. And um, yeah, I, and every time, every time that I've shot, um, the guys have always asked up front, okay, what are your do's and don'ts? And usually the vibe just takes you, you know, where you want to go. Most people are pretty aware of what the other person is putting out there. What was was the other part of the question? (laughs) Uh, Good night. Uh, I got to remember what the question was now. (laughs) I'm saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, so. Because you were talking about, I said, but with the boundaries, which you pretty much answered that because y'all pretty much had talked ahead of time and and all that good stuff. So, being that you already gave the boundaries, um, how did the shoot went and how did you feel afterwards? Oh, it was great. It definitely, once we got started, I definitely started feeling more um, performy, you know, like I was getting out of my shell a little bit. So that was that was fun, um, but it was a lot of POV. We had a couple tripods set up, and then um, he was showing me all his equipment. He's got all these lights. He really takes his time to get everything set up just right. So there's lots of different angles. So that was actually very educational for me too, because I'm like, okay, see how he, um, how he likes to have his video vibe, and so that was nice. And yeah, I felt great. We high fived afterwards. He fucked the shit out of me. It was it, it was insane. It was awesome. He has got a great dick too. So highly yeah. recommend. <laughs> highly recommend. <laughs> and, and from looking at your feed, you have shot with many heavyweights in the industry, um, <laughs> and to mysterious, Mister Mysterious, um. And I know that really feels good because you coming into the industry not being in long, the fact that you're being recognized so much. How did that make you feel, coming, being a new? Well, it's kind of crazy. I guess I, um, yeah, I feel pretty humbled by it and pretty uh, honored that so many guys are like, oh, yeah, I'll shoot with you. I'll I'll give you um like some content with me and that'll get you, uh, you know, uh, more recognition or whatever it is. So I feel like everybody's been super nice and they've been um, like teaching me different things. Everybody kind of has their, their points that they like to say, Hey, make sure when, and when you do a shoot, blah, 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 blah. Uh, make sure you get all your content before you leave. I know uh, oh, oh. Rich, 
Richard Mann was so awesome because he was just like, hey, you know, whatever you get to a shoot, make sure this, this, and this happens before you leave. Um, he gave me some really good pointers, too, along with uh, Mr. Mysterious, like with uh, production and stuff like that. So I feel like everybody's just so uh, open to giving their um, experienced advice. And that's really been awesome. But yeah, I, I feel like kind of cra- it feels crazy that I've been shooting with people who are pretty big names. But it's also exciting. It's like I feel very much at home in that situation. Yeah, because they always say iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, you came in shooting professionally while other girls came in shooting on an amateur type level with cell phones and stuff like that. So to me, it kind of puts you on a different level walking into the business to begin with. Um, so with that being said, once you start getting your content, how did you decide what platforms to put it on? And 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 what did you learn from them about selling your content and gaining customers? Um, well, oh gosh, there's so many different sites. Um that I had no idea about Mr. Mysterious and Richard Mann. They were both like, oh, you got to be on this site, this site, and this site, and this site. So actually, that's what I've been doing this week is just um, getting those accounts set up. So all I've got is mini bits and OnlyFans. Check out X-Videos. What's that? Check out X-Videos. Shout out to X-Videos. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) See, there's, there's so many more, but... I definitely want to have all those multiple streams of income coming in. And I, I run um, a business myself personally for uh, my salon. So I understand like business. I understand you got to really invest a lot of time and energy to um, build that foundation. So eventually you're going to have the big payout. So I'm really definitely putting in a lot of work right now, just trying to, I don't know, <laughs> just, just yeah. have a solid foundation. So I, I really took my time before I started. I made sure that I was networked before I did too. So I wasn't just um, shooting recklessly. I was trying to be very intentional when I first started in May because I wanted to hit that ground running and which is what happened. And so, um, yeah, I'm not a very midi yet, but I'm starting to. Okay. Now, being that you also a business owner and you're doing this, how do you balance it? Because, of course, you got to put time into the point as well as your own business. Um, I get up very early. And I have, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing called 30-30-30. So um, this is what I did for my salon business. And this is what I'm doing for now is I spend 30 minutes uh, emailing customers per se or contacts or um, networking people and getting making sure I'm in um, communication with them I, I and then I work on uh, my schedule and just make sure I'm good to go on that then I spend about 30 minutes working on the media that I'm going to be posting either I'm going to be editing um, short little teaser clips, or I start to post it. So I go on the different places. So, and then I spend about 30 minutes trying to figure out like um, learning about the industry. 
so that I'm in. So whether it's the salon or whether it's porn, um, for a salon, I watch hair videos. So I know like I'm up on, on what's new. And so for porn, I'm just watching other people's content and I'm, you know, looking at pictures, angles, what works for some girls, what doesn't, and then um, seeing how I want to do that, how I want to make it my own. Do I want to be a foot person? Do I want to be like known as coined as like MILF or do I want to be, I don't really know. So I had somebody... Um, asked me the other day, like, uh, DFW Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, he no, was like, legend. who, what's that? You just run into ledges. He's like, that's let me <laughs> go because all the ledges want to have a scene with you. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> you just naming all the legends. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, they find me. Well, you know, I mean, I'm definitely... Making I mean, sure that you have a look that is so fucking marketable, it ain't even funny. You get what I'm saying? It's like because it, it's it's kind of like this. You look like you've been here before. You feel what I'm coming? <laughs> you have yeah. to look babe, the way you move and your look is like a ten year vet, and you only been in the business for a couple of months. You feel what I'm coming? <laughs> and they smell that. They're like, "Where is it? This girl's a future legend. Let me go issue with her now, but she can. Well, I can't catch." You know? I, I really attribute that to Marcus Jackson, Marcus the Bull on Twitter. He does like he's the one who really encouraged I I mean for sure it's definitely just been me. Like it I don't feel like I'm um being disingenuous in, in anything and if I do anything it's not um it all comes from like, you know, my desires, my likes, all of that stuff. So um, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I I just I definitely feel at home within the porn industry. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. It, 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 it's an old saying where I'm from. You took to it like a fish took the water. <laughs> boy, boy, howdy, you know it. <laughs> Your thing was swimming like a motherfucker out of this bitch. So that's you know that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to swim up with this. <laughs> she, she, she ain't no guppy no more, people. She's a fucking shark. I definitely um I'm excited. I feel I feel like it's it's good. But but DFW, he was like, Hey, um, I ask everybody this, so who are you? And I was like, uh, what do you mean? And he was like, Well, who are you? What what is gonna be your thing? Like how, how what's your backstory for this porn? What is you got to really make sure that you've fleshed out whatever this person Eliza Ray is, um, so that you have that. What's that? He's basically telling you to pick out your brand. Right, exactly. Like, just make sure, like, that I've got my. I don't know, like you know, with everybody, they all have their own little identity, I guess, within the 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 porn industry so i i'm not really sure i thought it was a great question but it was also super hard because i'm like well i don't know am i like this bbc person am i like like how would i define myself so i really need to um just flesh it out with other people talk it over and come to you i I think you come off as miss parker 
I want to fuck you, Miss Parker, but hot milk <laughs> in the neighborhood. And all the guys, all the husbands, all the young sons want to fuck. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? So, it, because, because to me, I think with that, they're able you to not only be with white guys, but also black guys of different type races. Um, True. You know, but it's a good thing that you're opened up to, that you do interracial, because interracial is the king, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's sexy. If I'm going to watch porn, it's going to be a BBC gangbang. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had I, one yet? Oh, you know, okay, so, gosh, 2017, um, I had this guy set up a gangbang for me, and it was supposed to be seven guys, and um, three of them no-showed, and okay. then, and two of them got stage fright, so it ended up just being, like, this MFM, and I was like, well, I've already had this, ugh, annoying, and then yeah. one, of the, one of the guys bit my ear, <laughs> so hard it like bled so I got up and I punched him in the dick because I was like no and I left now we got a woman ear being bit and what the fuck he, he thought he was Tyson um I I don't really know maybe he was trying to be sexy and I moved away and he clenched or whatever but it was just kind of I felt like he knew better <laughs> So, oh shoot, because um, because like I said, it, it, to me, um, I'm pretty sure you're gonna get a game, man. Because between probably Richard Mann and his crew, they probably might set one up for you eventually. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's you. From your word, your mouth to uh, the the gangbang god's lips. Oh wait, yes. wait, from your lips to their ears. That's it. Yeah, wow. we manifest Eliza <laughs> Ray. Once an all BBC, she wants an all BBC. Oh, gang all bang, BBC yeah. gang bang, and we're manifesting that. I got my crystals. See, there you go. See, she already knew about that manifesting. See, see, see. Oh, oh yes. I'm, and that's really also it too. Um, not to get on you, but um, I definitely think that. Once you align, like, once you're in alignment with who you are, mm -hmm. you start to magnetize things and you start to draw the same type of energy. So, you know, everybody that I, I am shooting with, I want to elevate their energy. I want them to elevate my life, my energy. Mm -hmm. So um, it's got to be an equal exchange of energy there. Now, when guys hit you up, because I always get this with guys, you know, they want to try to break into business. And this is the opportunity for girls to really get their shit off when I ask these questions, because y'all really enjoy this. What a guy has to bring to the table, how he has to approach you, what kind of cash he has to have in order for him to do content trade with you? Um, well, that's a good question. I guess for me... What's that? I said, ask all the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's why you got the podcast. Um, I I would say now that I've shot with, well, I act like it's been years, and now that I've shot with bigger names. Um, but I see a lot of people 
talk about, is it going to be beneficial for both of us? Like, if it's going to be just beneficial for them on their part, I probably wouldn't do anything. And I don't know exactly how I suss that out. But just, you know, if they don't even have a Twitter, <laughs> to me, um, that that makes me very hesitant because uh, just from my experience on how pivotal it is in networking and promoting your brand and promoting all of your links and all of that stuff, if they don't have that, then to me, it's more of like a fan fuck, <laughs> you know, or... Yeah. And, and that's not like me saying, oh, I've got fans and, you know, all that shit. But it's just like, if it's not something that's going to help bring people to both of our pages, you know, there's that. I don't know. I, I guess I, tr- I trust my intuition. I, and I, you know, energy can be felt through the Internet. Um, just even through through a few messages. You can just tell if, like, they know what they're doing or not. So, Thank God I've had so many people take me under their wing and just give me great advice. And so I really, I really know how, uh, you know, feel out what's real and what's kind of fake. So now let's move to the real unsexy question. Can we, shall we? <laughs> Cause I right. say I always ask the hard questions. I always ask the unsexy Hold questions. On. Did I lose you? No, nah, you didn't lose me. Can you hear me? Okay, I got you. All right. So I'm about to ask you what I call the unsexy question. Okay. You know, the question that no one ever wants to talk about. And it's about the business of porn. Now, you being a business owner yourself, you already know about coming and checking up. You're already walking into this business for the little bit of time. You've probably seen the ups and downs of the payouts, the traffic, the up and down with the money. Some days is good, some days is bad, some months is great, some months is not. Mm-hmm. Speak to the ups and downs of the business that you have seen so far. And when business is down, what do you do to Um Well, since I am very new, it's not really like I've seen very high ups. I'm just seeing like a very steady, slow growth. Um, And now being um, from the swinger lifestyle, a lot of couples now are doing um, OnlyFans Swinger Edition. And so we have a Facebook group for for OnlyFans creators and they'll um, people will be like, hey, who wants to do shout outs today? Um, shout out, at, what is it, SFS or something like that? Shout outs for shout outs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, um, you know, it's really great because everybody's supporting each other's business. And that's really where it's at is, you know, you've got to get the followers. You've got to work all the time at it. Um, but I'm used to doing that. So I just kind of add a few more <laughs> Um, you know, about 20 more minutes to whatever I'm doing and I'll, on top of hair, then I'll post some other stuff. But for me, like, let's say in the salon world, if I post a selfie mm. on my Instagram picture page, just my regular um, vanilla one, 
I'll get people texting me, oh, yeah, I need to get an appointment for hair. And it had, it had nothing to do with hair, but it had everything to do with my vibe. So like the hair industry, the, it's super saturated with lots of hairstylists. Why do people come to me? Well, it's because of who I am or what, how I make them feel about themselves or the energy or, you know, whatever it is. They see a, a selfie and they're like, ooh, I want to kind of have that same vibe. I need to go see Shannon. She's going to hook me up. Or Eliza. Damn it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't hear that. We didn't hear that. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. So anyway, um, so uh, as far as what I'm learning in the porn industry is, it's very similar. You know, throw in a little teaser video, throw in a selfie. Um, that kind of just keeps the traffic going or it keeps you out there constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and people just see you the more they see you the more they're interested um you're just putting all your links on there so uh i don't know it's it's very much the same beast and so i just i just whatever i'm doing in a day but i'm kind of adhd and you know i'm always doing different kinds of things so um like even now, I'm doing stuff while I'm chatting with you. <laughs> oh, don't be sorry. I'm sitting chatting with you up here, uh, up here promoting and, and, and contacting me at the same time with one hand. So I yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> you just gotta have your hands, like ten hands, going at the same time. Yeah, like, but I feel like I need a, a personal assistant. I'm, I don't think I'm at the point where I need a personal assistant, but I actually need a personal assistant. I swear to God. <laughs> Well, okay. I hope I hope you get one. Because the editing just for audio, because trust me, because I have to edit video and audio. I had to edit porn videos because I'm retired, so I'm still editing my old video to make new trailers. And then on, on top of that, the editing that I got to do for for the podcast. So it's kind of like a balancing act. Which the next great segue, because you being a business owner, like 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 I said, with you being a business owner, we being business owners. Especially mm-hmm. like porn, we take a lot of what we did and applied it to what we do with the porn. What's well, you already mentioned a couple of things? What's some of the other things that you learned being a business owner of a salon that helped you in being a business owner in porn? Um, I think it's just it, it's the visibility factor. You just have to constantly have your name out there. You. You can't let people forget about you. And um, I also think that, you know, it's, a, it's also for me, I'm, I don't, I see a lot of people posting stuff where it's super, um, like it's sexy. It's like, let's say a woman bent over or whatever, but it, it's very like raunchy and, and um, graphic, which is great. Those are two different, two uh, words that are great and porn. But for me, like, I I know that my vibe is more, I want to give it, like, an artistic angle. I want to put a different edit to it. Or I want to have a, a different way of editing my TV. Look to my um, social media posts and stuff like that. I don't want it just to be like everybody else's. So you edit your own videos? 
Yes. Which okay. is a lot First of work. Of all, I, I got to give you props because if, if the videos that I'm watching on your feed, you edit it, you're a damn good editor. I mean, <laughs> damn good. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, because I your shoes like, look like, like you, even to the transitions and then also the way that you do your videos. Um, have you noticed yeah. that your trailers has given you more traffic? You know what I'm saying? By the way that you do your trailers? Because your trailers are very, very well done. I must say. Thank you. Uh, I hope so. I don't know if I've had enough time, in, you know, enough time in the industry to really know for sure, because I'm still like, I'm not really making money. I'm really doing all that groundwork right now. I'm trying um, to just have, you know, get all my uh, content shot so that I have a lot to with. There is, to shoot then I've got stuff to still put out there so but yeah like even a teaser video um I was chatting with uh, Rockardo7 um actually his Twitter just got <laughs> disabled or suspended um but he's he's my buddy from like way before all of this and we've been in the lifestyle together and just he's been like a great friend to me for years so when we were both like, oh, we're doing this, like you're going hard for this. Okay. All right. So he was actually my second shoot and he's the one who had other people videotape us and they had like the 4k video and all of that. So, um, but I was trying to help him figure out like how to do these little teaser videos. And I'm like, they take me about an hour to edit just to make sure I've got like the sound, right. The, the exact little tiny two second clip that I want that's going to just, you know, um, pulse through, you know, 10 different little two second clips. And a lot of time I was like, I know, but it's worth it. I feel because you want to have your perfect. Like, yeah, because people don't realize editing does take a lot of time. You you might have the video be off. The, The worst, the worst thing that can happen is we have a where the audio is off slightly and you have to actually move the audio that takes time like a month yeah yeah and and even just like watching your own porn sometimes you're like either you're really happy about it or you're self-critical and sometimes I I decide like damn I should have done this or you know I don't really like this part but um that just inspires me for next time okay well I want to kind of adjust a little bit I'm definitely a perfectionist. I'm a Virgo. Hey, Virgo gang. So, you know, we really are into that detail. And um, so, yeah, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't like the audio in this. So I take that audio out of that little tiny clip. (laughs) But it's just like you have to really take time to listen to it all, watch it all, make sure it's just so. Yeah. Some of the things that happens in this business that girls start what I call pocket watch. And they start questioning themselves because they see another girl making more money than them and wondering mm-hmm. what's going on with them. Now, you being new, you said that you haven't been making uh, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, how much, be it that you, because the difference between you and a lot of these girls is that you was a on the walk into this because you had your own spot. Right. So, mm-hmm. because of does that help you not pocket watch and start wishing that, damn it, I wish I had what she had type situation? Mm-hmm. I know 
lot of that with girls. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of that in the hair world too. And the thing is, is I can't fuck everybody. And so (laughs) like, you know, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. So I'd rather, um, be like empowering to somebody else. Like, okay, girl, get your bag. I'm going to get mine. Let's inspire each other. Let's shout each other out. Um, for me, it's not about the, uh, quick payout, like the large pay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to build something that's going to be a passive income for me something that, you know, I'll be making money while I sleep. So, yeah, if I were to get on a set, what's that? I said, that's my line. I make money in my sleep. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Ain't that the point of why we do this? Ain't that the point of why we do this? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I, uh, the color green I, I have green everything because I'm trying to manifest that money to me but I I understand that the quick money or let's say like I get um signed with an agency or I get hired to do a shoe and there's like that initial check that to me is like the extra that's not my that's not what I'm depending on we, and I think that might be the difference you know everybody's looking for that quick payout right away And, and they're not um, capitalizing on like who they are. They're just waiting for other people to do for them or to get them a shoot or whatever it is. But I'm just trying to build something that's gonna, that I'm going to have ownership over. So I, I want to have my content be my content so that I'm making money off my content. If I get a, a shoot, then I'm going to be excited. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be grateful. But I'm not depending on that income. And maybe that's it is like people are just trying to compare that initial high payout. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't had a lot of interaction with other girls in it that weren't uber uh, helpful. Um what is the competition what? in the business and if they feel they give you some cookies that it would put you over them you know yep. it ain't like guys we give each other we give each other info very very few women are willing to give the knowledge to other girls to help them because they're afraid that that girl is going to outdo her yep so like um holly hotwife and cynthia fix those mm-hmm. are two two girls within like my um circle of networking like through uh like this one your lifestyle and uh i know cynthia is working on a bunch of um tutorial videos on how to build your only fans business and what are the steps to getting into the top five percent of that Um, so, and she actually gave like a seminar on that. So I, I just surround myself with women supporting other women. (laughs) I ain't got time for the petty jealousy stuff. So again, you know, you, I protect my energy. You got, you got stakes in two different industries out of this motherfucker. So you ain't got time to listen to that bullshit. (laughs) It's true. It's true. And I'm just with anything in my life, you know, I'm not going to be around people who are going to be back talking or, you know, 
try and destroy you behind closed doors. I'm really careful with who I, I give my time and energy to. And I think that that just it shows in the type of support network that I have. And I, and maybe that's kind of um, part of it is, you know, I'm just around people who really are rooting for the other person to succeed. And, and that's real good, you know, because a lot of girls don't run into that. Um, because this game yeah. can be very, very cutthroat. Well, it's, it's young girl stuff. You, you know, when you're young, you're you're you don't know who you are. You're a little insecure, so you think everybody is a competition, and that's really how our society tells us: is that person's your competition? You got to be better than that person. Where we can just be great together. Now, speaking about age, do you <laughs> think you being older mentally? Not just, I ain't talking about age. Literally, mm-hmm. help better move in the game versus with young women. Because it seems like to me, women that walk into the business, it, you know what I'm saying, up in their years seem to have more mm-hmm. success and move better than that of young girls. Do you think your experience helped you with this business? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I, I went through a lot of. Um, the, the pendulum swing of identity, sexual identity over the last five years um, within the swinger community. So I really feel like I've, I've, you know, swung very extreme, you know, until I found that center. And so uh, I, I, like several years ago, but I just wasn't ready to get into it. And so I wanted to know that I was going to hit the ground running. I knew I wanted to know that I was going to be um, confident in it. And I just wasn't at that time. So I guess it's, it just has to do with a, you know, when you're younger, you, and it's not like talking down to younger women at all. It's just, you have to go through the ups and downs of life to really figure out who you are, what your motivation is, what your goals are. Um, for sure, I think there's uh, some benefit to having that under your belt. And really, if you're not looking at it for that quick payout, you know, like you're desperate for some money right away, and you're looking at it, I'm really working to build a foundation that I'm going to be able to base my financial life on in the future. Like, I know it's going to take 10 or 15 years to really make something solid. You know, that's then that really changes how you come into anything in life. Mm, okay. So when you shoot with these other talents and when you do content, how much you think about variety and coming up with different types of scenes and stuff? Because I also saw that you did a schoolgirl scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like that. And it, because a lot of times girls get stuck into that Fuck, fuck, fuck scene, fuck, fuck, fuck scene, and they and it's the same type scene but different male talent, different video. Yeah. Great fuck this damn first. So it, to me, you take a lot of pride into coming up with scenes. So tell me, what is your thought process and your career process when you come up with the scenes that you do with the guys you work with? Um. Yeah. I'm. I grew up doing theater drama and stuff like that so a lot of this dressing up like it's all very um close to my comfort zone 
Mm-hmm. Uh, in the car. I'm like, hey, so what's your vibe? Like, what what's the kind? Of- and usually, they're like, well, what do you need for your content? I'm like, okay, well, here's the color scheme that I want to do, or here's like, um, but Trey, uh, the real big, he actually was the one who was like, um, let's do like a kitchen scene kind of thing, and I'm like, okay, I'll go get an apron, and let's get to it, and um, that was really. And the schoolgirl one, um, that was the study buddy one. Um, those were the first feel like we really, no, actually, true love Hefner, the first shoot, he's like, okay, it's going to be like, it's a tender date, whatever. So that was, but I was so, I was just so green in that one. So I didn't feel like I had a very good banter or ad-libbing um, for it. So I really got into character with the schoolgirl in the kitchen one. And um, with Trey. So that one. uh, You kind of just feel it out with the person. I know with Ace Hard. He. You know, what would you want to do? And I was like, well, I got all this bonded stuff. He's a little whip thing or like handcuffs. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So that was fun. I I think it just happens to, it kind of comes before you shoot. Like, okay, what are we going to do? People just want to go. Because to me, I think variety is the spice of life. And you can't pigeonhole yourself into one thing to a certain extent because you don't want to bore your family. A lot of times these girls be doing the same shit and then they then then their money go down, they wonder what happened. But then when mm-hmm. they just change something, whether they do a role play scene or they do a threesome scene or they do a girl girl mm-hmm. scene, that shit back up, you know, period. Yeah. So that's what I like about you because you don't give me the same shit twice for what I'm <laughs> saying. Oh yeah. You know, I'm definitely period. gonna give you as much as my my brain can come up with. And yeah, I'll I'll try my hardest to be variety. My favorite thing to do is like POV BJ. I just love giving blowjobs, but so I'll I'll try to get. <laughs> I'm at the bridge back on the show. So we can discuss your your BJ technique for sure. <laughs> I I might have to do a how to video, like maybe like a scene where I'm showing like a young girl how she she needs to suck dick. That might be a cool shoot. Yeah, because to me, it's like the sensual dick suck is being lost. You know, no one mm-hmm. makes love to sucking anymore. It's face fuck, face fuck, face fuck. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like people don't realize that, especially when we're filming, they want to see how much of that girth you're taking. They want to see yeah. the girl enjoying the dick and she's sucking, whatever. And I see you make it a yeah. point to make love with dick while you're sucking. You know, oh yeah. No, I even. Hmm? No, go ahead, go ahead. What you about to say? Oh, I even like to draw dicks, like uh, the dick pics that I get. (laughs) I I create art from them. I just love penis. It's so great. It's, but yeah, um, Troy Francisco and um, Miss J Fuck. I don't know if you've seen a lot of their content. 
but she's so sexy the way that she is sexes dick and and I feel like people are really starting to be like oh wait I do like the way that looks yeah because I'm sorry ain't nothing enjoying sucking dick and she just mm-hmm. made it look sexy it's just like it's like oh, yeah. versus I'm seeing her getting face fucked I'm slowing up I'm like I don't want to see that fucking shit man <laughs> well, I mean, like some, <laughs> I mean, some guys like that. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I mean, to me, I know that guys like it, but the broader audience wants that century. You know, yeah. just like everyone talk about reality porn. No, mm-hmm. the broader audience, the people that are going to spend the most money, they want reality based fantasy. Yep. You feel what I'm coming from? Like with yeah. Scoober, the the the, the yeah. Well, and even like a POV, I think that's really um, popular because people can like imagine that it's them in the video, like they're the ones videotaping it. So I I think if you pepper it in with a lot of different um, types of camera techniques and and angles and then just, I I don't know, like people are going to be excited because they can put themselves in that video with you and that's really the the draw of porn right is they're fantasizing that they're a part of that situation the other day she said the point of porn is if you can imagine fucking somebody you can yep. <laughs> yep. I, I was watching this boy girl she be getting pounded she had a bonnet I said mm-hmm. boo boo why do you think a dude want to see you getting fucked with a bonnet and his wife wear one. His whole point of watching you because he ain't getting none from his wife. So he want a fantasy. <laughs> he had to bond every fucking day. Got them looking like she about to go to go hunting when she go to sleep by this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they want the bonnet. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some people who would like that. I mean, it's want- a different part of a scene. Like if y'all in the shower and he just came home from work, he jumped in the shower type situation. But if y'all yeah. just do this. And every time I look up, you got a bonnet. You doing a solo with a bonnet. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like girls don't take the initiative to be creative nowadays. Mm-hmm. They it's, it's kind of like because the game became so normalized, people think it's easy yeah. to get in and easy to do. You know, period. Well, they don't understand that this game is harder than you would ever believe. Yeah, it, it just takes a lot of time and investment like I was saying, you know, there's so much out there where it's just kind of open, raunchy, like out there. And I want, that's why I, I want to have like a, a different creative twist to it or a different um, creative vibe to it. So it's like not anything, or maybe it's something that they've seen, but it has just a little Eliza Ray to it, you know, peppered in there, sprinkled oh, on top. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, baby girl. So yeah. when the OnlyFans fiasco went down, what was your thoughts? When the what? When the OnlyFans fiasco went down, what was your thoughts? Well, that's funny because I was just getting started. And so I was like, well, shit, I guess uh, OnlyFans isn't going to be the jam. But um, I wasn't really too worried about it because uh, everybody that I chatted with was like, eh, it's not really. There's other ways to make money. Yeah. How much OnlyFans dominated their page stream, even though they may have had other platforms. 
You know, period. Yep. Speak to the importance of diversity, you know, finding other, you know, platforms and diversing and, and finding ways to make money outside the business. Right. Well, I know some couples who are doing OnlyFans in this swinger um, setting and they like some people have bought houses with the money that they're that they're making on there. They're but they're shooting constantly. They're shooting every weekend. They're putting content out, you know, 10 times a day and they're making 10,000 or more a month. So I can understand why they were freaking out a little bit, but I like barely even set up my only. <laughs> like I was like, huh? Okay. But I had several people. Like <laughs> I said you had what? no stake in the fight to begin with because you were just starting. Right, exactly. And I had enough people in my conversational, you know, circle who were like, it'll be fine. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to continue, um, you know, trying to build content until they figure it out, which they did. They were like, oh, okay. <laughs> they had, re- they they had regrets. They won't go to not do it. They said they suspended it. Because mm-hmm. they saw how much money they were about to lose because they didn't realize the power of the content creator. That when we leave, mm-hmm. the money leaves too because the fans follow us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Seeing that, how did it make you feel for the, your future as a content creator? Well, I do think that they lost a lot of their um, trusted loyalty and people are, are definitely, I think it was good. Because it shook it up enough to where people are like, oh, shit, I need to be somewhere. I need to be on all these different platforms um, because I can't have every all my eggs in one basket. And so if anything, I'm. it was good to know for investing so much into OnlyFans. Um, that being said, like, it's definitely a good um, place for me. I, I, I'm loving it. But. If it were to go away, like if they decide to, I'll, I'm confident that I'll have enough set up on other, um, you know, yeah, sites that I'll be good to go. That you promote the other sites as hard as you do your OnlyFans, even though that's going to be making as much money as OnlyFans, because one is better to have that because I'd rather have five checks for one that just me. Mm-hmm. And- yep. If the OnlyFans, because it's been sites that before OnlyFans that shut down. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. I, 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 you don't know who they are because you probably don't remember. Like Rude, uh, Rude.com was big. That was the only thing that was OnlyFans. And that got shut down. Uh, oh. Another site that, uh, that got shut down. X2, excuse me. Um, not X2. I think. What? It was another site that was about to shut down. <laughs> Plus, plus, all these sites are now changing, you know, the way they accept content and changing the paperwork for content right. and the way that you submit the content, you know, period. So it's You know, but like, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about all of the hoops that I have to go through to make sure that everybody in the shoot, in the video is um, on board and, and they've given consent to it being posted because I've had a video of myself put out there for three years that I had no control over. Somebody else 
posted it. They were making money off of it. I wasn't. And, um, and it, if they would have been so dedicated to, you know, making sure that the model consent form was signed, then um, that wouldn't have been out there. Uh, and also, I wouldn't have known how popular my blowjob skills would have been. I may not have been like, oh, let me let me start in the porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> so a mistake that was happened and a mishap, a myth, distrust turned into a fucking career for this sexy lady. I, I sure hope it's going to be a, a pretty long career, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm seeing, baby girl, you already on your way to go status, baby. I'm smelling mm-hmm. 10 years. Because yeah. I'll still be talking to you in 10 years because you'll be a regular smoke buddy on the podcast for sure. I guarantee you from 10 years from now, you're going to be sitting here screaming. You're going to be screaming. You're going to be screaming your name and you're going to be the next <laughs> Sarah J. I'm saying you're gonna be oh, next. Okay. You know, for All right. I had the pleasure and it wouldn't surprise What's me that? she might call you one day. You know, I had the pleasure of uh, interviewing Sarah J, who was okay. basically the mother of inter her and Lisa Lisa Ann is the mother of interracial porn. Because they were the girls that pretty much spearheaded it before it was cool. Okay. Yep. So it wouldn't surprise me that she give you a call, you end up you know, filming for Wild Side mm-hmm. Productions. Justin, you know, I'm pretty sure she's going to listen to this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but like I said, I mean, to me, for what I'm saying, uh, what dropped you was your look, the way your stuff looked. That's it. This lady's doing shit at a high level. You told me you only started, man, I said, damn, this, this <laughs> she did. She been here before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because if anyone I watch a you, lot of porn. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's but it's not even just that. It's just for a person that's just coming into business, you have a professional look. You continue to stay on brand with your professional look, and you look like a sex symbol, not a only hmm. fans girl. Let's make, the, let's make the distinction here. You look <laughs> like a porn star. You move as a porn star, like. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. When you told me that you ain't done no major work work, you only done content trade, blew my fucking mind because I'm like, well, you're sitting with major stars. God damn, what the fuck? I'm just about to raise <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's where the money is, is where you own your own content. So, yeah. Yeah, because even back when I started, that would have been telling me to tell my girl. No. Y'all start mm-hmm. your own shit. And back then, girls didn't even want to start their own site. Damn, mm-hmm. you ain't shit unless you got on the band. You know what I'm saying? Even the girls coming in, automatically get on the band. You know, period. Mm-hmm. So, or, or immediately start, you know, creating content. It's just a two, what's going to make you stand out is all the content that's coming out now is not that great. Not professional grade, but yours is. And because it's 10 years ago, you might have got gobbled up because everybody was shooting professional, professional style. Right, right. It's yep. Yeah, you're standing out because you're the minority versus the majority. Did you notice that? The minority. Yeah, that you have professional looking shit compared to everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because, let's keep it one hundred because we keep it one hundred on here. 
I can scroll down. I see amateur, amateur, amateur. I get to you, professional pics, professional looking video. You know how many girls in the industry have that look? It's probably less than 10%. This makes you stand well, You notice that. I, uh, you know, I, I'm a visual learner. So, you know, like I, I love Chrissy Mack and, you know, I look at what she puts out there. I look at Kendra Lust and I see what she's got out there. And actually I kind of feel like Kendra Lust and I, I you know, the dark hair and stuff, like we have a similar look yeah. and she kind of, she kind of looks like this, you know, uppity little white woman. And you don't realize like what a freak she is in the sheets. <laughs> like on the streets she'd look like prim and proper so i think that that's kind of a similar vibe yo i was like god when i was a when i was in the business as a talent she was like a dream shoot for me and yeah. i know that now you would be a dream shoot for me so i already will tell you that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm not trying to steal somebody's style but i I'm learning from other people and and just really working out what works for me and what doesn't. And you're doing a very good job, I may say. Thank you, sir. There's very few women I can sit here and say that I would consider to my retirement for. She's on that short list, ladies and gentlemen. There's less than 10 people, so we can just work you up. <laughs> awesome. With you, will you come back for more episodes? Absolutely. Thanks for having me too. This was fun. No doubt. So tell everybody where they can find you. Um. Well, right now you can find me on OnlyFans at. Oh gosh, see, I don't even know my own handle at the Eliza Ray, and you can find me. I guess on Linktree, that will have all of my links. Um, and that one is, <laughs> wow, I'm so professional with this. I didn't realize you are going to ask me that. Um, where is my Linktree account? I got you right here. The Eliza Ray Linktree. Eli oh, yeah, the Eliza Ray. There, there it is. <laughs> oh, well, go Google the Eliza Ray. You'll find everything. She's Google doing that. Yep. <laughs> then when you go to big time, when you can tell motherfuckers, Google me, motherfucker. Just Google. Google me. Google me and oogle me. <laughs> I've enjoyed this. I, I can't wait to bring you back for later episodes. So definitely for my Patreon. My Patreon. She wins me a horn tail life across the camera. You know, Patreon, we can really get it up and really get into it. With, with that episode, what we do, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly shit that we've had in our career. And life being a bad story for everybody. So I hope we bring you back for that. As well as for all you people that haven't subscribed, you need to go subscribe now to the special premium smoke section of this podcast. I will bring her back for episodes of that as well, as well as the smoke buddy episode. So you might as well go ahead and say you're officially a smoke buddy for the smokers round. Hey, <laughs> it's an honor. She just gave it more honors. She just gave it more honors. Now she's a smoke buddy. Top notch. <laughs> Top notch. Hairstylist. What, 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 
this girl is like an ugly man. She got more layers than the motherfucker. Ugly, I swear. Oh, I I sing and play the piano too. <laughs> and, she, and, and, and she gonna do a hook on one of my songs. Too. Okay. <laughs> send so send me over the demo. <laughs> oh, most definitely. So with that being said, people, life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You need to learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming, baby. Thank you for having me. Bye.